0: You're listening to The Beltway Briefing, a podcast from Cozen O'Connor Public Strategies with perspectives from both sides of the aisle. Now for political insight and strategy, let's get started with your hosts, Howard Schweitzer, Mark Alderman, and Jim Schultz.
1: All right, guys, Mark, Jim. Howard, morning. It's a beautiful day.
2: It's a beautiful day coming live. I'm giving her a shout out because she saved us when our power went out. Live from Lori and Michael
1: Simon's kitchen. Very nice. Well done. Thank you, Lori and Michael. Uh, Jim, is this the week? What do you mean? Is this the week Trump finally lost the election?
0: No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do you think he lost the election, Howard?
1: I think... What he did in front of that church was a turning point.
0: I couldn't disagree with you more.
1: Why? I mean.
0: Howard, I've heard this so many times out of you. And <laughs> I, I mean, just, you have put a nail yeah. in Donald Trump's coffin. That's true. A hundred times over the last four years. And he seems to work his way through it. Going to, agree, to, work his way
2: through it. Going to agree with Jim that. Uh, it's too soon to know, but gonna hard agree with Howard that what we saw from this man this week was was the lowest point of his presidency, and candidly a, a low point that I didn't even think he could reach. The the idea that he is thanking and congratulating George Floyd for the jobs numbers. Is is sick. It's not political. It's just simply deranged and demented. The part about firing rubber bullets and flash grenades and tear gas at nonviolent demonstrators so he can hold up a book he has never opened. That would Mark, be the Bible. Yeah, have
0: you ever seen tear gas? It's graceful. Have you ever seen tear tear gas I, discharged? I, Do you know what happens then? Yeah. So when yeah. you fire tear gas, the cops usually have gas masks on. I, there were some smoke, there was some smoke there, but I got to tell you, the gas part of it, I just didn't see let's, because let's, there's not a staffer that could have walked through that park had they actually unleashed canisters of, of gas out there. Did they, and, and let's not, let's not, let's not, was, what you, the symbolism was
1: terrible. The symbolism was terrible. Why did he have to go to that church? Why did he have to do that? What is he trying to prove? That he's not afraid to get out of his bunker look I mean, I'm, not, I'm
0: never gonna i'm never gonna that, that was not that was not a good move on his part or the staff's part in making it wasn't a good political move it wasn't the right message at the time but at the same time let's not act like that park wasn't destroyed the night before let's not act like there wasn't vandalism at that church or the businesses along that street and that windows weren't broken and that the, ma- and that the, ma- and that the mayor issued a curfew that was going to take place just around the time that they happened to start clearing the park. So I think, some- right, he didn't make the right move in going across the park and standing in front of that church, but at the same time, that crowd was being dispersed regardless, and it needed to happen because well, of the- because the curfew was being put in place. Didn't we want to see happen on that street and in that park and to that historic church, the same thing that happened in Philadelphia along Walnut Street, when everybody just stood idly it by was, and let, let let the city get torched and catch on fire. Nonviolent in
2: protesters who were attacked by the federal government, by the police, to permit a photo op with, of all things, the Bible at a church. The man knows no decency. We all know that. But his depravity this week even surprised me. Standing in the Rose Garden and looking up at heaven and sharing a moment with George Floyd over jobs, Jim? What was that? That Look, was... I, again,
0: Mark, what I, was I, that? I, I get it.
2: But the you know- man is sick, and we all know that. But I'm going to talk about what General Matt... Uh, Mattis said and what General Kelly said, the most fundamental tragedy of this administration. Now now
0: we're going to hear Mark, now we're going to hear Mark get on his soapbox and praise General Kelly, who he was so quick to tear down not a when, year and a half, two correct. years ago. Like and and, and was, same thing with General Mattis. You'd stand there and tear those two apart if you were given the opportunity man, a year and man, a half ago. It, the, that, let's, yeah. these, these guys had a bone to pick with him. General right. Kelly was, never a, good, was never a very good chief of staff.
1: His was, own never, was defense secretary, His own Damn. defense secretary countermanded his order.
0: I get. Look, I'm not agreeing with what he did, and don't take this as agreeing with what he did. I I, I think Mark and his soapbox bothers me more than
2: anything. (laughs) I apologize for bothering you, Jim. It's called the First Amendment—that's that's an amendment to the
0: Constitution. I'm I, sure if they were, I in your, know if, in if law the protesters school, were in your front yard in, or in your street, yeah, Mark, and I your respect. and your house was in danger, I think you'd be calling the police, inspecting I, the I, police absolutely. to help you out. I would, right?
2: I would be invoking the Insurrection Act of 1807, and I would be ordering the U.S. military. To intervene in domestic affairs. I was, I was affairs. darn happy.
0: I was darn happy, and you know what? That the that the that, 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 that the trucks and the troops came rolling into Philadelphia because they were woefully underprepared and did a terrible job dealing with the with the violent protests in Philadelphia.
2: Then, then let's talk about Jim Kenny or Tom Wolfe, that the president didn't send those troops in. But well, let me say what I wanted to say. I'm stepping off the soapbox. Can you still hear me?
0: I can. Okay, I want All to make right. no, sure you can now, hear me. I feel okay, better good. now. I'm already getting yeah. a better set yeah, mindset. Yeah, well,
2: I'm, I'm on level <laughs> ground here. The tragedy of this presidency, Howard has made this point every time he chooses to interrupt us uh, and say something. The tragedy is that he cares all about and only about himself and that he is dividing, deliberately, calculatedly depraved, dividing the country at a time when we may not make it if we don't pull together. Well, let's, we, let's look at what we are up against and the idea that division, that division is how to discharge the constitutional responsibilities of the president of the United States is sick.
0: Look, and that's politics where we and are. The division had been going on in this country for a long time. Obama this wasn't exactly a uniter through any of these issues either. This
1: right? isn't the politics of, the, of division. This isn't his strategy. This is him. This is him being all about himself, being, what he is and who he is and that's the one thing and only thing this is about so i kind of disagree with both of you in the sense that i think it's just i think he's crazy and i think think there are also this was a weird week because (laughs) you think try try
2: experiencing the weird week in the dark
1: (laughs) I mean it was a strange week because from because um I talked to all sorts of people inside the administration this week who were like normal right thinking they're pro growth they're conservative they're they lean to the right but they are they're good people and they're they engage in substance substantive conversations I had a, a whole bunch of those this week. Meanwhile, this nuttiness is going on and I, you can't square it. And I had people inside Trump world say that to me this week. So I, it's just, it's frustrating. I don't, I don't know. I man. wish, I wish he
0: hadn't done it. I think I agree with you. It's not just that a, though, it's weird. not just, uh, you know, I, I think that, you it's
1: know, that he can't <laughs> separate himself from running the country.
0: There is. You know how do our cities recover from this, and and that's that's the big question I have. We all we live in the sixth. We live in well, Mark and I live in the sixth largest city. Mark lives outside the, the city. I live in the city. Sixth largest city in this country that probably had some of the worst damage of of the cities across this country. And w- when they have these, you know, the the budget gaps that they already had as a result of COVID. And Walnut Street and Chestnut Street in Philadelphia, which is for those listening who are not from Philadelphia, are kind of the it's the marketplace in Philadelphia. And to allow those to burn, and, and I don't believe it was strategic. I don't believe they were allowed. I just think they were caught. Criminal. They were cra- caught, that was criminal. Was caught flat footed on that hundred percent. And now we're faced with is Athletica gonna Come back to Philadelphia. They're gonna reopen their store. Are the store are those national brands along Walnut Street gonna come back and reopen their stores? It I'm was
1: horrible. It was it horrible. Was. But it's not that hard to square that with what's going on. There are good people and bad people, and the bad people are the ones that are throwing bricks through windows, and the good people are the ones that were standing in Lafayette Park with a conscience to make a point because that's America and it's not so that hard to not slice. All the,
0: not all the not people in Lafayette that. Park. I get that, but not all the folks in Lafayette Park, to the point I made earlier, were, were, were standing there oddly by protesting in a way that is customarily done, right? There was there were, oh. there were was violence okay. going on in and around Lafayette Park. I
1: agree with you, it's, I, oh, Not at that moment. Lafayette Park, set aside Lafayette Park. There was a protest at the, the library in Bethesda, Maryland, and Bethesda was boarded up, okay? Those people protesting at the library had a point. They didn't throw bricks through windows and they didn't do harm, but we were prepared for people.
0: And I hate to come back to Philadelphia again. And, yeah, but I'm, I'm coming the back to Philadelphia. Well, well, I will. The, the, one of the worst moments I thought, and one of the most sad moments for our city mark, and by extension, yours, Howard, because of your connection to it, was when you had protesters on on the highway um, really being where, where canisters of gas were were dispersed there, and folks were trying to escape and couldn't It was one of the most sad scenes i've ever seen in it our was city
1: Jim the only ones a terrible isn't, moment. Isn't like There's only one president and there have only been 45 in the 200 plus year history of this country. There's only one guy and he's the guy. For better or for worse he's the guy and he didn't handle it well. In the, wake,
0: in the wake of 19, after ni- the protests in 1968 not only did
1: he not handle it back,
0: well, He handled it terribly. In the wake of the protests in 1968 a yeah. law was passed that allow that disallowed and and made criminal crossing state lines using communication to cross state lines to cause riots that carries a five-year prison sentence and and fines along with it for each instance and i think you're going to see the justice department looking very closely not at the protesters who came in and did things peacefully but all of this is captured on video and I think people are going to be held accountable for driving into the various cities in this country.
1: And they should be. In order to, of course and they and should I, be. And, and, and,
0: and I'm not sure uh, it was Antifa. I'm not sure it was an accommodation of Antifa and perhaps white nationalists it's stoking the, the fire. Here's, um, here's
2: what I'm sure of. You asked a question a minute ago about our city, Philadelphia, which was criminally attacked by an element that wanted nothing but destruction and chaos. A minority, a small minority, we all know. It precipitated some horrific behavior and judgment on the part of the mayor and the police department, the epitome of which was gassing protesters in that underpass. It was a tragedy all the way around. And the only way we're going to get out of that and all of this is with leadership that unites us. We—it's up to us. We either come together as a country or we come apart. A house divided against itself cannot stand. But we can't come together without leadership.
0: And I think that that is bringing
2: us together and
0: starting.
1: The cities are screwed up and and i think that the blue uh, governed the cities that have been governed for 50 years by democrats are screwed up but there's only one president and guys let's fast forward now to the end of the week and you had 13.3% unemployment way below the economists predictions even with adjustment you know, for right. stuff
2: stunning stunning and
0: and great well,
2: I, mean, that.
0: I, I think that's that's a testament to uh, the, the bipartisan nature. We were seeing the right. impacts of the bipartisan nature of the first round of relief that came out and perhaps the second round of relief and the results of that. You're they right. Get that money out on the street quickly by passing the, the bills, the Democratic Congress, the Republicans in the Senate, the Republican president. Yeah you know, getting that through. And then a Republican president in his administration getting the money on the street. And I think that was, that was emblematic of the work that went into that. And the path forward here, we kept talking about, you know, what this presidency is going to look, you know, what this election is going to look like come November. And we keep talking about the health of the nation, which seems to be getting better and the economy of the nation, which is clearly getting better. And you saw the stock market take very meaningful gains, and that's that's not going to hold the entire time. but we've seen those meaningful gains, but it could. We could get back to thirty thousand. and that's something that people just scoffed at six, eight weeks ago.
1: look does and does that erase for lack of a better term? What happened earlier in the week did is it the is it? The economy, stupid, and that's all that matters, and people are looking at the jobs number and...
2: Well, no, for many reasons, the most primary of which, and I, I know I'm repeating myself here, but no, it doesn't erase anything because there is more to come. We don't know what happens next. Look at the world we lived in three months ago, It's unrecognizable. Look at the world we lived in two weeks ago. It's unrecognizable. Maybe the economy comes back. I hope so. Maybe the market continues to come back. I most definitely and personally am rooting for that. But we don't know what the next event is, and we aren't going to know until we get to the end of October. And everybody is rooting to find out that the virus has somehow gone, if not away, at least to a lower threat level. But we don't know that either. There's so much that we don't know and in the meantime and i'm going to repeat myself once more in the middle of all this chaos and all this uncertainty the only leader we have is acting for uh, of himself for himself and by himself to paraphrase
0: lincoln so, Mark, and it, it's is a perversity let me ask you a question what do you think about And this is i'm not changing the topic but i think it is I think it's relevant to the discussion congresswoman talib out of minnesota <laughs> last week I, and I'm not we're I'm back saying, to the squad she asked to she asked to dismantle police specifically dismantle and defund the police department in minneapolis what do you think i think she's when wrong. i say, when i say the left mark i think she's what wrong do you, what do you think you're i know you think it's wrong i i i know that but but what do you think you know, rank and file Democrats you are- think
2: Joe Biden agrees with her? But, Do you but think no, the vice he, president no, he's gonna pick agrees no. with her? Do you don't think Nancy Pelosi, this. whom you two have appointed and anointed head of the Democratic Party, agrees with her? She is on the fringe, and yeah, our leaders are not our leaders are not afraid to say she's history. wrong. I
0: don't I didn't and, hear Joe Biden come out and say Talib was wrong. Well,
2: because, he he had was, an
0: opportunity, because he was too busy in his basement. I get it. No, he was
2: actually, as you very well know, in City Hall, Philadelphia, giving a speech. Came out of his I, hole for
0: a very long time and then went I back. hope
2: you I watched it. I hope you heard it. It was a very heartfelt and I thought very strong and magnificent speech. Did a nice speech. job, Reach. That was. He, and you, Jim, I. I admire it, I say this all the time, your allegiance to the talking points is awesome. You are on message oh, Mark, Mark, and good Mark, for you.
0: you are but you want, against, you
2: want to run against, you want to run against AOC.
0: Of 2005, that party's gone, Mark. Jim, that's you're, That party's gone. And Joe
2: Democratic Biden- The Democratic Party- The Democratic Party- he's is, going
0: along to get along and he's not criticizing the folks in his own party that need to be criticized it's not happening it,
2: the democratic party has so therefore evolved. he's part the of the republican that. party has evolved one party is trying to unite the other party is trying to divide
0: that is absolutely and wrong for you to just make that categorical statement
2: one party I'm talking, talking about, about Joe Biden to- I'm talking about the well, leadership okay. I'm talking Joe about
0: it's the- no more the leader of that party he is, he is, Joe Biden is not the leader of your party, Mark. He's yeah, just yeah. not. The funny mean, thing is,
1: though, that he's going to win by hiding in a basement. Yeah. I mean, and, and the other yeah, thing it is. it
0: remains to be seen. I mean, you still, yeah, you Of course it remains to be seen. The right seen, states. And coming out in and in coming, this is all going to come back to the kitchen table discussions come the fall when hardworking Americans are sitting around their kitchen table and who are they going to vote for? And what does, what does their economic outlook look like? Look like for them, and are it banning fracking in a state like we know Pennsylvania is key to all of this. Banning fracking, love, love that talking Congress point. Woman, woman, Philippe, Philippe, it's not a talking point.
1: Yeah, Mark, port. that's oh, real. I mean, why do you I wouldn't you do. do
0: it? I uh, you wouldn't okay. maybe let's you, let's, the let's lead the Democratic. Here, here I'm
2: going to start keeping the list. Completely yeah, okay. misguided. So let's let's make a list here. Okay. uh A point against Joe Biden banning fracking and a point against Donald Trump invoking the Insurrection Act of 1807 (laughs) and turning the American military against peaceful domestic protesters. You're right. They're all the same. You're right they're all well, the same i, I think neither no, of them should no. be president
0: look there's there was okay, a on come 52nd on 2nd street These in philadelphia equivalency. They couldn't get to a grocery store on 52nd street couldn't get on public transit i'll tell you the people on 52nd street in philadelphia were darn happy to see the national guard come into philadelphia the national guard was there's,
2: mobilized there's by the order.
0: governor and the mayor at whose encouragement and way too uh, late maybe too late Maybe and, too and late. Had Donald Trump not spoken up about the Insurrection Act, do you think these blue state liberal governors would have? It, would have it already gone We're going to. already guard? No, he de- he declared a state of emergency and then it sat on it. And then the happened. Look, they were I mean, unprepared, incompetent. The, the blue governors and the blue mayors were were unprepared and incompetent across this country as it relates to dealing with the violence that took place in their streets against the very people that they profess to protect. So here's, let's, here's stick,
1: let's stick to the political impact because look, okay,
2: I'm going to go out on a limb and predict that Joe Biden carries Philadelphia.
0: <laughs> oh, great. He's carrying okay. Philadelphia. That's well, you You just told me there,
2: that, the, there, uh, he's okay, told look, that men and women on 52nd Street how many, how many are thanking Trump.
0: Are going to, I didn't say that. Don't put words in my mouth. So, but but the people on 52nd Street were thankful that they finally had some security. No question about it. Oh, no and question. Joe Biden had nothing to do with it. And the blue governors that Joe Biden purportedly supports are the ones that, that, that held off on doing that. Well,
2: we know who the
0: law, Street okay. In Philadelphia or any other city in this country, complete and utter incompetence and failure, a hundred percent. Boy,
2: okay. You, um, Jim, were working in a governor's office and maybe your governor would have done better or, or acted quicker or different, but I don't condemn- We had, a, we had an emergency. Making- when I was in the
0: governor's office. Without getting to specific, we had an emergency that involved one particular household with a whole lot of guns and a whole lot of violence coming out of it when I first joined the governor's office. You know who came to us and asked for the National Guard almost immediately? The police commissioner. Did we need to exercise it? No. Were they ready to go in at a moment's notice? Absolutely. They. That was complete incompetence, what happened in our city and cities around this country. No question yeah. about it. Okay.
2: And if you think the people of Philadelphia are going to overlook But are they going to be
0: energized to come out for Joe Biden?
2: Yeah, I think much more so than they would have been before. And this goes back to Howard's original question about whether He doesn't motivate
0: anybody but you, Mark. About whether
2: this was a, uh, whether this was a turning point. Events are motivating people, Jim. Events are motivating people in the middle of a pandemic. You had millions of Americans in the streets protesting 400 years of systemic injustice. As they should,
0: as they should, and
2: and that motivates them. That does and motivate the me. yeah. And Barack Obama the, look came at, out. They look at your, your favorite
0: at Joe Biden. Your savior? I don't think so.
2: No, no, but I think they're going to go vote, and maybe it's going to be a closer call than I think. Maybe you're right. Maybe what the kind of the you know, point, isn't, isn't it? the men and women on 52nd street in Philadelphia are going to see that name Trump and say, you know, I got to think about it. Small this. business owners
0: think. along along 52nd street are looking at this and saying, oh my God, how am I ever going to survive now and reopen my business? That's what they're yeah. saying.
2: And when they walk in the voting booth, they're going to see the name of the man who said there were fine people on both sides of the murder in Charlottesville. Okay. I don't buy it, Jim. I don't buy that these events are good. Howard wants to talk politics. I don't buy it that these events are good for the president's reelection. I and I, I for don't sure do not. I think even you don't think that his handling—forget the mayor—that his handling of this is good for his reelection. I think two things about Howard's question. I think that this week may may prove in retrospect to have been a turning point in which many more people overcame their their lack of passion for the democratic nominee and decided they had to get active and they had to get in the streets And that that may, that may continue to support Joe.
0: Don't make it sound like that, Mark. They were in the streets protesting that 400 years you talked
2: about. And I'm saying many of them are going to march in and many of them are going to march into the voting booth. Maybe, maybe, but we don't know. The only data point that, that I'll give you, Jim, is one that you know well. And it is limited. I yield up front to the political class. And I certainly don't think that anybody on this podcast is an indicator of what's going to happen in November. But we have an event, as you know, a virtual event for the Vice President, Joe Biden, on June 10. It's actually very cool. It's a concert with James Taylor. So anybody listening who wants to go to a concert, And now I sound like uh, all the rest of them. You can go to joebiden.com. But here's my point. I pledged a uh, very modest two, uh, very modest five-figure amount to raise for that event. I'm already over six figures and I did nothing. People
0: are rallying around Joe Biden.
1: Shock, shock, listen. (laughs) The people, regardless of whether this
0: is not an indicator of what real Democrats are thinking right now, it's regardless. Roll the tape back, roll roll the tape back to
1: the part where I said that we are going to see the pictures of Lafayette Park and that church for the rest of our lives. There is zero question about that. And it was a bad week for the country on a lot of levels. A bad week, and and Great. and the direction of the country's he's at a well the we are at a low in terms of right track wrong wrong track polling for for the country a historic low, and hopefully look, hopefully people come November will vote on the basis of whether what's happening for this country is good or bad. That's not. Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. That's just people should actually be voting on the basis of how things are going. And I think that tells us that there's a lot in question as far as his prospects. That's the way I looked at it. Look,
0: Joe Biden has some room. How he uses that room in the next you know, months to come remains to be seen. Um, he hasn't been all, all that good at this game, the presidential game. You know, in the number of other times he's run, and yeah, he's, we, we can't, can't run. underestimate his ability to screw this up. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot of game to be played saying that, you know, a day in June is the turning point in this campaign, I think is misguided.
1: Well, let's leave yeah, it there, guys. From a
0: pure <laughs> political perspective, right?
1: Right. Let's, I think it let's, was a
0: terrible day for this country. There was a. There, we've had a lot of terrible side. days for this country. It's yeah. a terrible time. But I, know, I, know, we're talking pure politics. Let's not underestimate Joe Biden's ability to screw it up, and the American people see that.
2: Let's not underestimate Donald Trump's ability to continue showing the country who he is. As Maya Angelou says, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. I think more people believed him this week than the week before, maybe that continues, maybe it doesn't. Even if it does Halloween, I keep saying, ask me on Halloween yeah, I agree. And, and I'll go out on a limb and make a prediction. But in the meantime, I know I, I speak for both of you and everybody listening here. When I say, let's just hope, let's just hope that next week is better for the country. We are going hard in the wrong direction here. We can all yell at each other about whose fault it is and who can fix it. But man, oh man, America needs a better week. And and I'm hoping it starts with me getting power back in my house and, and we can build from there.
1: That sounds good. Well, thanks everybody for listening and we will be back next Stay week. Stay safe, Howard and Jim, on the golf course. Yeah, okay. Howard,
0: hit them straight today. Hit them straight today.
1: I'm going to try. I'm going to try. All right. Thanks. See you guys. See you guys.
0: Thank you for listening to the Beltway Briefing. If you liked our show, subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And while you're at it, drop us a rating. To learn more about the Beltway Briefing or Cozen O'Connor Public Strategies, please visit our website at copublicstrategies.com.